what up, what up, y'all? Oh my god. God damn. We're the brothers, Mike Hill made it. And Darth Hilius, bringing you the smoothest Game of Thrones content. Ooh, so smooth. You're listening to Tales from the Shadow Tower. Brought to you by our friends at Van Gossip. We're bringing you theories, theories. Predictions, predictions, episode breakdowns. Oh, Everything you want, we got it. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our sexy voices. You're going to like what you hear, I guarantee it. We are back. Oh my goodness. We are back. We're in here. You are listening to another installment of the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones, Tales from the Shadow Tower. Uh, You're obviously fucking with the brothers. I am Mike Hill Made It. And I'm your boy Darth Hilius. And like I said, we got a lot of shit to get into, obviously. You know why we're here. This episode, man, oh man. A Knight of the Seven Kingdoms. What, what a great episode. Directed by David Nutter. The Nutman. Man, yeah. Nutman coming through again what for the crew. Fantastic Dude. episode. This is probably, honestly, well, it doesn't matter. It's, this is one of my favorite episodes. That, Getting that, right into it, this is one of the yeah, best episodes of, yeah, I've seen. One of the best episodes I've ever seen. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. And most, most of the, my favorite episodes are, of course, like big battle episodes. Right. That's what makes it crazy. Yeah. Like, this and, is a... I mean, maybe the hype is real. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, we need to just calm it down a little bit. But I don't know, man. This second episode, I was thinking I wanted to give it a perfect episode. But can you yeah, give the I, second episode yeah. of a season I, a perfect score? I couldn't score? give it a perfect score just because, you're right, it is the second exactly. episode of the season. So, I mean, it's but it's pretty, as close to perfect as you can get. The reason I liked it a lot, too. honestly, I felt like we got so much closure so much um and like i said we've been we've been in the trenches we've been fighting for this shit for seven seasons and to kind of see everything kind of yeah, everything almost kinda, come full circle almost, but a lot a lot of times you get those nice endings a lot of which plot is, lines nice. where we're tied up and, and a nice nice neat little boat and in ways that make sense right and that's, that's what like i said if you've ever it. seen lost like i've been worried that that uh benioff and wise were gonna fuck this up from the beginning and so far i mean Fingers crossed. They've, I've, they, I've enjoyed the first two episodes, uh, but we're going to get right into it. Uh, actually, let's start with the opening because there's something I noticed and wanted to point out. Like Arya said to the phrase in the uh, cold open of season seven, episode one, winter came yeah, for winter, last heart. Winter has come for last heart. They are dunzo. Um, and then also you can tell, and also in Winterfell, you can tell the, the pool was actually frozen over like you mm-hmm, pointed out. Yeah. I noticed that. And that's supposed yeah. to be a black hot spring pool that's always warm, so... And also, you see uh, all the the defenses that they're now all around uh, Winterfell, which we'll get into as we as we go through the episode here. And then, I mean, once again, down through the crypts, and then over, over to um, see we see more of. Uh, I also just realized this. Um, as we're going down into King's Landing, we go through the Tower of the Hand. Right. And that's, right. I, I thought that was, you know it was pretty cool. And then down into the the dungeons where we see Balerion's head, mm-hmm. and then up to the up to the uh, to the to the throne. And just getting right mm-hmm. into the episode, we get. Which I which I thought would happen. We get just you know, the right, Jamie trial, just Jamie, right into the trial. Yeah, you know, baptized by fire, essentially baptized mm-hmm. by Daenerys. Um, and as we can imagine, as we predicted as well, you know, Danny would obviously have her qualms with, mm-hmm. with obviously not letting Jamie into the army. And like, why should we? She's you know, ready to kill this dude off the jump. Yeah, she's, she's she was. She's off the jump. You know how yeah. she is now. She's yeah, just she, fire and she's blood. Ready to kill this dude. <laughs> off the jump, ready to go. Um, she kind of alludes to, you know, her and Viserion, uh, Viserion, <laughs> her and Viserys talking about, you know, the man who killed their father and, you know, what they would do once they took mm-hmm. back the throne and, and, you know, but 
Sansa kind of jumps in. Or actually, Brienne jumps in. Yeah, because well, at first, Sansa agrees with her. Like, yeah, we, we can't trust him because he's trying to destroy my family just like he tried to destroy yours. And then... And Jamie does make yeah. a good point. You know, it, yeah, was yeah, it was war. He did... War. Everything he did was, like, again, you know, for the better... Not, not for the betterment yeah. of his family, but, but for his family. Yeah, he, he did it all to protect his house. What um, he thought he, he did what he thought we needed to do to protect his house. The same thing Olenna Tyrell said to him last right, season. Right, right. Like I said, he, his character, he knows... Like, he's, we all know, you know, Golden Hand, he's not the same yeah. man. No, he's a different dude now. Um, but we have, obviously, his lady love, Lady Bran, step up and defend him. And, she, you know, she goes on and says, he, he armed me. He he gave yeah, she, me, he, you know, he did everything he could he without me, him. He armored me. Like, she, like, he... She she said this she said it straight right there for everybody and this is like, honestly she, she, you she's riding for, for 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 a guy the, she's the, for the Jamie Brienne vibes were already mm-hmm. flowing heavy like off the jump like you could tell all right well this chick obviously loves this dude and, this and we dude get more, obviously loves and, this and chick. we get some more of this in the episode which is also fantastic right. and obviously you know Brienne you know pretty much being Sansa's right hand is like all right well if you trust yeah, him I trust maybe. him and as she said and. Danny yeah. looks looks to the king Dan, of the Dan, order, Dan, the Dan warden of the north. First. And she's like, bitch. And looks at him like, what does the warden of the north think? And, and like Don, we predicted. John's just like sitting off in the corner like. I'm fucking Aegon. I don't, like, need, to, I don't, I don't like, need to be talking and thinking about this shit. Yeah, he can fight. Yeah, we, <laughs> Come we on. Need, we, need, we need every man we can get. Uh, and then after that, what blew my mind. Uh, first of all, Sansa just dips. First yeah, of all. Like Grey Worm hand him the sword and then everyone stands up. And see, so yeah, Sansa just pieces out. She's like. Damn, yeah. bitch. Okay. And then, then, and then John, obviously, at this point, it, it kind of looks like John don't give a fuck. Yeah, John. John is super. He's super ignoring her right now because he 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 can't he can't deal with the fact. Right. That he's got. He's obviously. He knows, he knows who he is. He, he has a lot on his now. mind, so he dips out. Yeah. And then obviously, and then she looks at him like, "What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, I thought we were cool. What's, yeah, what's I'm happening? here for you, man. I'm here for you, like, bro. All right, I still love you, but like, can we? We need to chill with this, dude. Winterfell. <laughs> is in shambles <laughs> what is going on like that kind of threw me i'm like can we get some like cohesiveness can we get a little bit can we can we get together come on the the, the long night is coming we gotta get this shit we gotta get this shit in the roll also when when it whenever jamie sees bran he looks absolutely terrified of course he, he should like he looks like he saw the ghost of fucking high heart <laughs> or the ghost of christmas past or something man like. and that and that's actually got to come into play here that actually will later be. in the, the episode Holy shit. Uh, put a put a bookmark on that yeah, I, I didn't um, mean to do that but the episode kind of jumps to the next scene with gendry and this man obviously knows his way yeah, around he, yeah, he, he knows what he's doing he's cool. got this shit fun fact down. about gendry actually he uh his master or, or who he's apprenticing for was his name was tobo mott uh he's actually one of the only one of the only um, according to tywin one of three in the world who can reforge Valyrian steel? Right. So Gendry knows his way around this yeah. shit, um, and Arya kind of just best. yeah, he learned from the best. He's a badass, uh, and Arya kind of just shows up. Is like you made my weapon at already, you know, being the badass that she is. And this is when she like kind of shows Gendry yeah. like I'm not yeah. to be trifled with. Like yeah, she's <laughs> like, have you made my weapon? Make sure it's stronger than this. And Gendry's like, bitch. And it's then strong sl- enough. And like slams it like halfway down in the wood. And like it's strong enough. And, Gendry's and he's, then Arya's like, hmm. And then like, Arya tries strong. to get tries to get Gendry to explain like you know what these things are like. So Arya, I feel like she's like I'm wondering if I can steal a face. Yeah, I'll make sure write that out. She was like a little cavalier about about this. Like she she said she's looking forward to seeing death, but like that's that's it's different you, when it's in a person who is alive right. trying to kill and you. Gendry made that made like, that point, but I think what she was getting at like come on man like what are you a fucking poet like <laughs> give me something a little bit better than that like I mean that's true yeah you can't 
they can't just say they're bad. Also, they're, I didn't. I, didn't, I really forgot. Bad. I forgot that Arya never knew Gendry was uh, Robert Baratheon's bastard. Yeah, we. Yeah, she. She looked. She looked kind of shocked at that. Yeah, she. she Forget oh, she, they haven't seen each other yeah, since what season two, maybe. Se- so yes. it, it kind of makes yes, sense. Season two, um, and then Arya come. Also, real quick, uh, Arya's left-handed. I didn't even realize this. Homegirl's left-handed because he picked up those daggers and threw a fucking spear. Like three of them, like right, like right there to the wood, right next to that dude's head. I don't know why he's still standing there after the first one. And also, I, I believe after the scene, we might have skipped right over it. Um, but this is when I, it was, it was Jamie, Tyrion, and Davos all talking, and we get one of the throw throwaway lines of the whole series, or at least of the whole season, most likely. When Tyrion's like, "Maybe after I'm dead, I'll march down to King's Landing oh, no, that, and rip her that, throat out." That one hadn't happened yet. We we hadn't got to that part yet. Cause I actually, because I remember, I remember, I remember. Oh wow! Right, so right maybe right I'm just a little yeah. bit of a head then. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. what we're actually getting to right now. No, we're, we're we're gonna get to that because the next part is uh in the Godswood with uh Jamie and Brand. Right. And uh, ja- like Jamie comes up to finally confront Bran, and again he just looks absolutely and shook, then, like right. he's seen a ghost. And Bran even said, like, how do you know there is an afterwards? Uh, which kind of implies I think Bran knows that Bran. I think Jamie might live. Maybe. Like, why would he? Why would he? You know. Bran is in Jamie's yeah. plans, mm-hmm. or Jamie's in Bran's plans. So why not Someone's just let him kill him now plans. if he's yeah. if he's gonna need him later? So possibly, you know, there's more yeah. to Jamie yeah. Misia. Who knows? Maybe you know we'll know in yeah. like three days if everybody's gonna die. But <laughs> I mean, most, I, yeah, I feel like Jamie's gonna live, but unfortunately, Lady Lady Brienne, now Sir Brienne, <laughs> Sir Brienne is. I I, th- I think she's gonna meet meet her in tom- not tomorrow. Um, on, uh, on Sunday. On sun- we'll, I guess we'll see. But now we can get we- to that meeting with Jamie, um, Davos, and Tyrion. Like I said, mm-hmm. that's like the throwaway line of... Like, there's no throwaway lines in Game of Thrones. But maybe after I'm dead, I'll march down to King's Landing and rip out her throat. Yeah, I was like, hmm. Because hmm. like, he was just so talking... When he, said, <laughs> when he said that, he was just talking to himself. Like, he was just, like, reflecting. I'm like, I think he's he's clearly like talking to the audience, letting them know like, what's yeah, going to happen. Like this is like, like so obviously it kind of fulfills the Valencar prophecy, although never really mentioned in the in the show. It was yeah. actually just kind of explicitly yeah, that's, that's mentioned only in the book books. Page, yeah. So that's why I can I was kind of seeing hmm, maybe the plot doesn't end with Tyrion, you know, you know, ripping or or strangling um, Cersei, but possibly when they had this line, I'm like, all right, well, I don't think you just say it just to say it. No, yeah, you, you definitely right. you definitely don't just just say that just to just to say that. And then we and notice like, we get to notice um, Jamie notice uh, looking at Brienne from across the battlements. Oh yeah, but actually, before that happens, um, um, that when they're standing on the battlements, Tyrion's like, "So, we're going to die here in Winterfell," <laughs> just like so sad about it. And like, and then he he kept he, uh, he's he's told the story that, he, that he's told us a million times how he how he. Uh, he pictured himself dying. Right, right. And then at the, um, you know, always at, pictured myself and at the age of 80 with a belly full of wine. And, and then Jamie, at, and at the same time, Jamie's like, with a woman's cock around your mouth. Around your mouth. A, woman, a, woman's, a woman's mouth cock? around your cock. Wow. Mm, 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 I'm, I'm glad. You know, that sounded weird. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't let that ride. Yeah, no. You <laughs> we know, would have you know been mean. blown up in the comments. Yeah, that would have been, been a weird one. Not but really. anyway, <laughs> yeah, we, we've heard we've heard that saying a bunch, and clearly also Jamie has heard the saying enough too to, to be able to mock him with. And that was, that was also cool. That was just some 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 brotherly teasing right there that, that they haven't had the chance to do in years since but, since, since the trial uh, since the tri- trial of Joffrey. 
they haven't been able to. Who, act, Jamie and yeah, Jamie yeah they haven't gotten like this kind of back and forth in a while. Now that Jamie's safe and he's good to go. Um, also, kind of to go back, Tyrion, did you did you really think like you didn't know, you didn't know that <laughs> Cersei wasn't no. sending her army up, and, and like Sansa said. Well, we'll, yeah. we'll get into that. No, actually, no, because because we're we're going to talk. We can go ahead and talk about it now. That is true because like apparently he was fooled by it. Which again, there's no way he could have been fooled. Why was he? Why did you really think that, Cer- that that Cersei would actually come up north? Like, why would you think that that would happen? And I can understand why and Danny's then, fucking pissed. Yeah, because that's a huge mistake. Like, why would you? You know, you know Cersei better than anyone. Like you know, you knew what, she was lying. What I liked well, about like, this this argument and what they were having when Jamie said she had twenty thousand golden company and however many mm-hmm. armed people on horses, I was thinking, all right, suppose the living do, like you know, suppose the living wins, they have a problem to handle yeah. down south with twenty thousand yeah. armed knights ready to fight, ready, ready like legit knights. Too. So it makes it a little bit more interesting. All yeah. right, whom? How will this play out? Because honestly, I'm just I'm befuddled. I. With everything I, we, that we've gotten so far from the first episode to the second, I'm just thinking, all right, depending on how the third episode ends, we really, yeah. it's just, it's so up in the air. And then, like, like going going back to Tyrion, if if he really was fooled by Cersei, then that goes back to who's the traitor that's in Danny's camp? Because clearly, back in season seven, there was there there was a there was a leak getting out somewhere about where they were about their movements. Who you're right. So who if if it wasn't Tyrion if if Tyrion truly didn't know and, and truly thought that Cersei was coming and and he believed it and didn't betray her, who did? Who do you think? Shit, I don't even know now. I guess it goes back to Varys. It would have to. And also we know. haven't and seen we haven't, we haven't seen Mel, we haven't seen Melisandre have, yet, who said he's gonna we, die in this country. Yeah. So you think we'll see her? The next episode out of nowhere, like to save the day at the end, I maybe. I very highly doubt. I doubt it. I doubt that she'll come north. If we if we see her again, it'll be down in King's Landing, it's some, to help or, or with down, somewhere down south. Yeah, I, don't, I very highly if they make doubt, it that far. Yeah, I very highly doubt that she's gonna come back north. Yeah, but if Tyrion, she does, then Tyrion, what are you doing, homie? You're better than that. Like, You're better than that. Yeah, like because honestly, be, honestly, be going to this season, I thought he like knew like all right, Cersei might be fucking with me. You know, like he mm-hmm. like. But whatever. I guess he, like you said, he thought the baby changed him. But one thing we got to notice again, you to see, you get to see how Jamie again is falling for Brienne, mm-hmm. and how Brienne is accepting yeah. like it's pretty much all she wanted. One, but at first Brienne was like, "Dude, what are you doing? Like we've been talking for five whole minutes, and you haven't said one. You haven't seen a terrible thing to me yet. What's happening?" Right, and I like, honestly I didn't notice because yeah, I'm just, just I didn't notice used to Jamie's yeah. character change, but yeah, exactly. Um, but one thing I thought was dope about this scene was we get to see Pod. Pod is out here putting in work, dude. Like, Pod's making these dudes like just chumps. doing his thing, dude. dude I was, Pod, I thought he's hopeless, and then you see him just, I'm like, yo, this dude yeah. been, yo, he's been training, he's been eating his Wheaties. Pod is now a five tool player confirmed. Confirmed five tool player. Confirmed. Confirmed by the end of this episode. Confirmed. Yeah, I, I can't wait. The to only see... five tool players in in Westerosi history. Sir Bron of the Blackwater and Podrick fucking Payne. Are you surprised though? Sex God Pod. Sex God Pod. Good. <laughs> Great on all fronts. Confirmed. Uh, but pretty much what we get from this scene is Jamie is P.S. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, and, he, and he asked um, they, they, they're going over um, battle battle strategy and she's like yeah we have the left flank the the rise over there should give us an advantage if we can hold formation. 
one, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> that that, that yeah, ain't gonna happen. Formation. Yeah, uh, no. Uh, good thought, but no. But anyway, and, Jay, and then Jamie's like. I'm not the fighter I used to be, but I would be honored to serve serve it uh, at, at, under your command. And, and that, all, was also, that was also another big moment for Brienne because it's like it's another. She's getting that acceptance. Yeah, yeah that she's, she's that, that acknowledgement. One always deserved. Yeah, that, she always deserved, but she's finally getting that acceptance and that acknowledgement from the Again, man that closure. she looked up to. Not only looks up to, but also loves. loves. <laughs> closure. Like, yeah. like I said, we're getting it all this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing, just hopping onto the next scene. Uh, I believe it was we we get the Jorah Mormont yeah. scene mm-hmm. talking to Khaleesi. Yeah, uh, she's she's in her room brooding. Jorah, great dude. Probably other than John, the most honorable yeah. dude. In all Jorah the is things. like for real, for real, like one of the best people in the, like in the dude, like, come, like an actual like legitimate good dude. He comes in, like, great and dude. he's just one. Just you got to forgive Khaleesi. I made mistakes. Like, sorry to offend. So what have you done to for, to offend me? Many things. And yeah, he's like, like he's changed. Forg- he owns up to yeah. And he likes it. He owns his mistakes. He knows what he's done. What he's done. And you can tell, one, he still mm-hmm. loves this woman yeah. like to his bones. Mm-hmm. Loves this woman. But then he has the wherewithal in his heart and everything to say, you have to forgive. You have to forgive Tyrion. He's made mistakes yeah. like we all have. But the mind, the mind behind his mistake is something you can't throw away. And then away. Danny's even like, you're, you're, you're advising me to forgive the man who, took, who stole your job? So who would have like, been the better hand off the jump if... if Danny never would have found out about George's betrayal and everything, and uh, you know how George is. Who would have been better leading the, leading the fight to the Seven Kingdoms? Sir Jorah Mormont of Bear Island or the Imp, Tyrion Lannister? I think Tyrion still would have been the better option, but with Jorah being there the entire... That, that's, that's, that's one thing. That's Jorah's the, been there since the get-go. If, if, if Jorah... If, if, this, if this is forgiven from, from him and, and he gets to stay on... And then Tyrion comes along, and and then she afterwards names Tyrion hand of the hand of the queen. Then, then after that, like this, the whole plot switches, and she, I, I highly doubt that she goes through very many problems there in Marine. I, the, the, you, I, so the, you think yeah. she, you think Jorah handles Marine situation better? Yeah. Do you think? For sure, do you 100%. think he would have? Because he, he's he's lived in Essos. He's been there. He he, he knows that he but knows. What the I want to ask: Do you think he would have counseled restraint? Also, like Tyrion did not to burn down the Red Keep. I'm, yeah, most. Likely. I would believe so. Most likely, yeah. I, bu- I think I think you're right though. I think uh, something we never will never obviously yeah. get to know, but kind of the best case cool scenario would have been for both Jorah and Tyrion to be there at the same time. And after the end of this meeting, Jorah says, "I have one more request, and that's for you to meet Lady Sansa." Which I kind of want to know yeah. why he wanted to set that meeting up. I'm not too yeah. sure. Maybe he realized, all right, this is a strong yeah. woman. This is a strong woman. They need to be on the same page. Yeah, because he he probably read the room like, look, they this is the queen and and the lady. A Winterfell here. We uh we might need to get them on the same page. So this this meeting, you know, off the get go, I thought, all right, perfect. They got they're they're gonna be cool together. And Danny makes some good points. She says, you know, who manipulated whom? I'm here fighting John's yeah. world a uh, war a world away. I need yeah. to be taking yeah. care of the Seven Kingdom. Now I find yeah. out the damn Dubai. Golden Company's here with twenty thousand soldiers. No I've, elephants. I've gr- I've grown up like my entire life. I've grown up knowing one thing is to sit be, on the Iron to, Throne to be the queen of the Seven Kingdoms. Right. And now I'm here in the north fighting for something that has nothing to do with the Seven Kingdoms. So I'm not I'm not here just for. Yeah, she and wouldn't be here if you know yeah. she didn't love John. That's clear. Yeah, like she. Like That's she, clear. She can, yeah, and then you can see the you can see Sansa's face. She's like, okay, she and she's for she's at least she's at least legit. One thing I didn't want to get past was the John Height slander needs yeah, to stop. It needs to end. 
Why? My man has done yeah. nothing but greatness yeah. for this show, Again. his community, his country. Just because yeah. Kyle Drogo, no yeah. RIP. Just because he is, a, he is the, the Adonis of man, like, does not give you the right, the to, right slander to slander John my man John Snow. Snow. AKA, AKA, AKA Targaryen. <laughs> you not, what yeah. gives you the right? You don't do that. Ever. <laughs> I mean, you might be the queen, but, but don't do that. What about the North, Danny? Yeah, what right, about yeah. the North? And then this is yeah. me kind of, I'm not a turncloak by any means. Danny, I ride for my woman, Danny. I ride for my Khaleesi. But what about the North, Danny? Because Sansa has proven herself mm-hmm. to be a capable lady and queen. And I'm, I'll rise for Sansa too, but what about the North, Khaleesi? Also, I can kind of understand how like shit's starting to kind of add up here for 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 Danny. Like first, like John's ignoring her. Like first, she comes in, Sansa doesn't like her. No one really likes her. Now John's ignoring her. Now uh, Sansa's asking like, so yo, what about the North? Like we're we're like you're cool and everything, but you're not gonna rule us. And then I get once again John's ignoring her. Later on in the episode, again. And then at the end of the episode, when he finally tells her, like this is like there's a lot of there's a lot of negative things that are that are building up to the end of this episode. And, for and after Sansa asks her the question, we get the Theon reentrance, mm-hmm. and you can tell, Danny is definitely starting to become jealous of Sansa. Yeah, like the- or Theon. <laughs> Theon comes in and says, "I want to fight for the North Lady. I want to fight with you," and. You know, instead of just the absolute most great acting by Sophie Turner, just you see the emotion in her face. She goes and hugs Theon, and you see the emotion in Danny's face. Like, oh my God! Like, you know, people love this woman. So I feel mm. like there's some there's some shade coming from Danny to Sansa just because she's a little jealous. Maybe also she yeah. is up north, so she has to realize that. Yeah, no, this she's not, she's not coming here to conquer, but these still aren't her people, not yet. Anyway, Sansa would be a good queen. She though. would be a good. Queen. I'm just saying, I would I'd, I'd fight for Lady Sansa. Um, one thing I wanted to point out, um, I love how we kind of get the scene with Davos and we see the, uh, like the, the doppelganger of, 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 what was her name? Shireen? Yeah, Shireen, yeah. Um, and they, you see Gilly, she's like, the crypts, there's no safest place. And that kind of <laughs> reminds me of Hogwarts. There's no safer place. Yeah, that's and probably the worst place to be. every year, shit was popping yeah, off at Hogwarts. That's probably the worst place to be. So that just yeah, kind of cued my mind. Yeah, All right, like, so, uh, so the crypts are ground zero. Uh. Also, Don't how, the crows are not where you want to how be. How cute was that little girl though? When she when she came up talking about she she wanted to fight. That, I mean, that I've seen cuter, but that girl couldn't have been. <laughs> home girl couldn't have been seven years old. She's probably five, probably. Yeah. Oh, and no, then no, when I, she I, says, I just, I just "Okay, think, I'll go down and pr- and protect the crypts." Oh, fucking sick! We uh, got yeah, a girl with a burn a burned got, face yeah. protecting the crypts. We, we really have, we got have the a, crack team down here. We got a six year old as our as our head of, head of security. Hell yeah! Yeah. So pretty much the crypts are fucked. I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm tripping, but is Gilly pregnant? I didn't want to mention that. Uh, she might be, but you know, might maybe she's going through something. I don't know, but you know, she has gotten noticeably which bigger. Which I mean, it would, but it would also make sense because the, at you least think the she's time, pregnant with Sam's baby. Yeah, I think she could. She could be pregnant with Sam's baby. It would. It would make sense, like for the timeline for for her to at this point be pregnant. I don't know, but and then after this, after we get you know the crypts are the safest place in Winterfell. <laughs> Uh, we get the Night's Watch reunion, and we get to see Dollars Ed again, mm-hmm. the 99th Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, and Tormund. The 999th. Is that not what I said? You, said, you say the 99th doesn't matter. All right. Anyway, <laughs> and of, and of anyway. course, uh, Tormund Giants Man. Coming out of um, nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of right? nowhere. Because we, we see them all come in, and John's like, 
my guy Ed, let's go. And then next thing you know, here comes here comes Torment just bull rushing this dude out of nowhere. And then like I said, like, and then he drops a bomb. Uh, yeah, we got until uh, the sun comes. Yeah, from well, yeah. Night Kings here. By the way, we, we rode here from last hearth, like with the Umbers, and then Barracks like fighting for the Night King now. Duh. Mm. And then like uh, Torment's like, yeah, we had to ride around them to get here. And then, like you just said, drops the bomb. And then we get this this pretty much which, small council meeting next. Which, which I feel like when he said that, I feel like there should have been more weight added to that. To, to that. To to the fact that the night the night king and the, and the army of the dead are going to be. Well, at, they kind of looked at each other ominous or ominous. Oh my god, what's the word I'm looking for? No, um, ominously. Ominously, yeah. they were looking at each other ominously. Um, but then the, ne- the then, next scene, right, right after like, that, we have the, the war council. The, the big woman here. Mm. <laughs> Speaking Torment. of that, Torment off the jump, man, shoot or shoot. My Torment, man is, Torment is, is out, out there here. sniping, pulling yeah. up like Steph from half court. Don't give a fuck. He is he is making moves out here and I'm already I'm, I'm he knows for it. he knows he's about to yeah. die and before he before he dies, he's trying to get his nuts. You see I'm, Arya making moves, you see you see Gendry making moves, you see Torment making moves. They they, they, they know don't it's stop. Coming. They, they don't, know it's they coming. don't stop. But we do get the war council scene next. With pretty much all the lords and everybody in there, and this is, is one of super, my favorite yeah. scenes of it the was whole. Super dope how it started out because you, you like uh, you pan out, pans out to the courtyard and like, and like panning out throughout at Winterfell with um with John narrating like what's like what's going on like what they're up against right 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 and they kind of show the defenses mm-hmm. of Winterfell yeah. and, and what they got so they're ready like mm-hmm. the, the castle yeah, is they, fortified they are, you know it's ready to go they got everybody Winterfell set is up. strapped up um they are strapped and this scene. Up. It's gives you a though. lot of closure, and which is I like. We mm-hmm. finally get all right. What does the Night King want? And Bran says the Night King will come for him. He has before. He's tried many a times mm-hmm. with many three-eyed ravens, which shows you Bran might be the worst three-eyed Jaden because he fucking let him touch him. Why would you do that? <laughs> like, what? yeah, he, yeah. His he, mark is this, on me. This is his end game now. How did how does Mark like, get on you, Bran? That's not um, important. Yeah, it's not important. But he, <laughs> I, I have his mark now. All right, so he knows where you are. So he knows he where you are at all times. So, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then obviously he's like, "Oh, we'll put you in the crypts. That's the safest spot." Which honestly makes sense. It's underground. Now it would make sense for Bran to be about down there in the crypts because then he could probably do some some three eyed raven magic shit while he's down there and and probably pr- do something to protect everybody. While he's down Which kind of we we kind of but also, you also don't want the night king kind of rewind to get down into the we kind of brought this up or one of our predictions in in, in our uh, first ever podcast our prophecies podcast and I thought you know they would try to move Bran to the God's Eye where all the weirwoods mm. are just because one he's farther away from the night king so they have a little a little bit more time to buy it and two like that's like the weirwood network that's like we're all you you know you can see everything but I don't know then again this is I'm doing my fan fiction and they probably don't have enough time for all that but. Um, but he says that the Night Kings come for him numerous times with numerous three-eyed ravens, which I thought was really fucking cool. And you know what that means? What? Bran is the is the prince who was promised. Confirmed. Boom. And also, confirmed. yes, let's go ahead and get into that. Con- one thing I... Freaking confirmed. One, one thing that I, that kind of shows that Bran is Azor High, the prince who was promised. Now think about it. Back in the day, the Starks were kings of, of winter. They were kings of the north. So their second son... Of the Starks was a the prince. prince. Is the Prince of Winterfell. Second son of the Starks now, Bran Stark, a prince. Happens to be always the Brands. So this kind of gets into, you know, why there must mm-hmm. always be a Stark. We kind of touched on this as well in a couple podcasts ago, why there must always be a Stark in Winterfell. Maybe it's because when the when the Starks were kings, the second son, the Prince of Winterfell, was promised to the others to be sacrificed. 
This is obviously forgotten. It stopped, and eventually all the Starks who were buried, who were supposed to be the, uh, the next Night King to be sacrificed, they are all buried in the crypts. And this is why iron long swords are, are placed over them to keep their vengeful spirits in. Why else would you want to keep that in? Because the Night King is trying to get to those crypts to get so all his can, other so fucking... Can get, so he can get his homies. So he, so so he can he, get his homies. So he can get all the homies. Boom. This again, that's also some tinfoil with that. Just, a, you know, be cautious what yeah. you're hearing. But Bran is the prince who was promised. And it just makes so Confirm. much sense. It makes so much sense. I think, actually, I texted you or, um, before before we recorded this. I texted you um, saying, hold on, where is it at? So one thing also, Bran is the world's memory. Yes. Um, so the Night King wants to bring an endless night. So mm. he erases all hope, all trace of humanity for the world. Death is forgetting everything. The three-eyed raven is able to remember what makes him human and what makes him powerful is because his knowledge and history of humankind is what keeps... Yeah, they're, they're not just memories. They're actual actual things, actual tangible things. This is what, this is what allows life to, keep, to, to will out. Now, check this. The prince is the one who fought back the White Walkers, who built the wall, who is Bran the Builder, who we went over with in, uh, in our Northern Theory episode... Who was who was all the brands? Who was the Night King's target to bring an endless night? And who can beat him? The Three-Eyed Jaden, aka the Prince who was promised. Boom, nailed Boom. it. Boom, and also and also just kind of reference that as well. Just like the night, the Night King or the Night King at the Wall, he was a second son of a Stark. He was a Prince of Winterfell. Mm-hmm. If you recall, the King of Winterfell at the time ascended on the Wall. His younger brother with. Uh, with the king beyond the wall, with the king of, with the king beyond the wall, Jorman to to end his tyranny because he was sacrificing his young to the to the Night King. It just makes sense. Like we're just giving yeah. you facts, premium we, yeah. content. You're welcome, people. We're bringing you everything. What more do you want? Would like so I yeah, said, if if, uh, if y'all need some writers for uh for this pilot of um the Long Night or anything or or any other episodes, then hit us up. Hit us up. We're we're two we're, creative we brothers. Anyway, so, like I said, so he's going to be waiting in the gods with, with a fucking Ironborn. Are you kidding me? Oh, sick. You're going to have the Ironborn I mean, guard them? I mean, they can they can fight a little bit. You know I mean, how I feel about the Ironborn. They can at least fight a little bit. So, I mean, they're not scrubs. So, when, when he said that, do you think they're gonna the Night King is going to ascend on Winterfell with the dragon? Like, on... In the godswood, because I think like, what they're who, implying is that John and Danny need to be waiting for the Night King, or at least yeah. Danny needs to be waiting for the Night King, you know, in the godswood. Who, honestly, I don't even I don't even know if the Night King might even, might not even be there, honestly. Because I've also because, seen people might are thinking the Night King is dipping out yeah. of Winterfell and heading yeah, to King's just, Landing yeah, like to burn that shit, splitting down. his forces and fucking up Winterfell while he's flying down to King's Landing to go burn that down. And that could, that would make sense with the yeah. vision Danny had a long time yeah, ago with the would, with the set or the with, set with uh, the red keep being burnt down. But I'm not too sure. And then also the same vision that Bran saw in season two, um, when he saw the 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 shadow of the dragon flying over right, King's Landing. You know, if you remember, like, it's one of the many like visions he had. It was you know the dragon flying over over uh, King's Landing. It was um, the Mad King screaming, "Burn them all!" Mm-hmm. It was a lot of shit that he, that he saw. But maybe that kind of wraps up, you know, because where does that dragon come from, you know? Um, who knows? It, it, it could it could be the Night Kings. I now tell, tell me if you noticed this. Is it me or um, did this scene feel kind of awkward? Like when they were just kind of like just standing there talking about it. I mean, I felt I felt kind of awkward. I don't know but, about awkward, but I feel like Bran could like 
stop being a fucking robot mm-hmm. for two seconds and kind of elaborate. <laughs> I mean, you see yeah. everything, bro. That, Where's the I mean, Night like, King like, at? Like, what's, Where's like, what's the dragon? Happening? Like, what do we need to what do? What is best like, for what's you? The, what's the strategy help here? Help me help you. Dude. Help me help you. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like this, like just the interaction between all of the normal people minus Bran, they were just kind of just standing there, like stone faced. I, I felt kind of awkward, but also to me, like it felt awkward because like they're talking about going into battle against dead people. Like it's not like they're it's not like they're going I mean, into yeah, like it's not like you a can really be battle. too too chipper about like, it. And, and and only a handful of people in that room actually have seen them. So well, like they they know how how like terrible and scary this is. The other people haven't haven't been there. So they like they think of it as they're going to battle, but not to battle with. Well, to make it even more awkward, at the, end, at the end of the scene, Tormund shoots a shot again, and says, "Well, at least we'll die mm-hmm. together." And then looks right at Brienne. Yeah, and looks right at Brienne. Just what you going to? How you going to act? How you going at? Uh, again, shoot or shoot. We can't help it. And then John's still obviously being cold yeah. to Danny at this point. Oh, and then even before even before that, uh, Tormund's like, "We're all gonna die." <laughs> again, just kind of what what is it uh, to to relieve tension with humor with humor? Pathos. Last time I said bathos. It's pathos. There it is. There it is. Oh, we finally get to see ghosts in the next scene. Fucking free ghosts. Where has this man been? Random ghost side. Ain't just standing there in the background. And I guarantee you, that's the last time we see a direwolf all the season. No, I guarantee. I, I'm almost certain that we're gonna see ghosts out here fucking up shit on on. If we see, like, if we see this Sunday, my prediction of Nymeria's pack with ghosts fucking up shit in like the battlefield, then fucking pay me. But I don't think we're gonna see it. That you know, I've heard other people talking about that too. I've, I've seen I've seen other theories and other people on YouTube talking about that. Like that very well could happen. Like it would not surprise me in the least bit because if the, uh, it's all it's been implied at least in the books that all the children have some type of you know warging, uh, warging, ability, with warging ability with their wolves. So it would it also it wouldn't surprise me if Ghost also has some type of tie to Nymeria and he can. Maybe call maybe, her maybe yeah or... maybe not like have like a telepathic link between the two because that'd be ridiculous. But like like she might be able to like feel like like well, like what he's feeling and like and like be able to come to his aid. Who who knows? Like we're already about to get an army of a hundred thousand dead men fighting, and one, and three three dragons, one of which which is dead. One thing I wanted to point out about the dead dragon, if you recall what Danny has said numerous times, a dragon mm-hmm. is not a slave. Mm-hmm. Well. That's so a, that's that was the that's not a live dragon. This dragon. So I saw. Dead. I so again. I saw. I saw a, a video on this, and it kind of got me thinking. So if you notice the eyes of whites, they're like kind of like a light Carolina blue type of color, mm-hmm. like just their pupils, right? Mm-hmm. And then the the generals or the White Walkers have crystal like kind of Duke blue eyes yeah. all over. When Viserion is brought back to life, his eyes were completely crystal blue. Yeah. So. I don't think Viserion is a white. I think he might be a white walker at this time. Yeah. So do probably. you think, like you said, like Danny said, a dragon is not a slave? The white, the Night King, if going off that, technically does not, you know, bend should bend to the, to the Night King, or Viserion should not bend to the Night King. So I'm thinking, do you think possibly when we get the the obvious dragon fight coming up, do you think when Viserion sees his brother Drogon, do you think he pulls up and helps Danny out, or? I don't know. I just thought there's a reason why we've heard that quote numerous times. You know what? I never even I never even thought about that. Boom. Um, because I do believe that dragons and White Walkers are two sides of the same coin. So, 
Huh? Well, like I said we got a couple days maybe. to figure this out. We're just giving you guys Fuck. a lot of tinfoil and a lot of shit to think about because we love it. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Go one. On. Well, one thing I like to to bring up in this mm. next scene. Tyrion is off that yak. Actually, hold on. Hold on. Let's let's. let's <laughs> Tyrion is yeah. off that yak. Let's let's, uh, let's. He's about to start making some good decisions again. <laughs> yes. He's finally drinking. All right. He's back in his mojo. Well, let's 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 re- rewind just a little bit. Um, because uh, not only do we get ghosts, we see uh, Ed come back up there and he's talking with uh John and Sam, and he's like, and now our watch begins. And, and uh, when he said that, I was thinking. Nah, man, we've been up here. I watched Ben began, bro. You late. Well, remember, John already said, fuck the nice watch yeah, and peace real. out. So he yeah, said he, he ain't he, ever going yeah, back. I'm, I'm, my watch is done. I ain't ever going out. And I ain't running it out either. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Sam and Ed just go back and forth, just talking shit to each other the whole time. Like, like, good, like, good, like good old times. Yeah, he said, it, like, just, yeah, strictly just, speaking, you're fucked because yeah, Sam's yeah. going to be in the crypts yeah. chilling while you're getting your ass <laughs> bit by White Walkers and shit. So, but yeah. It's, I mean, it's just some more, just more like good, more good like feeling scenes that we that we don't normally get from Game of Thrones because it's all about yeah. the end. And like this, this is like this is one of those episodes that it just has you gives you such good emotions throughout the entire episode. So and, like so like and one thing about the episode, it kind of yeah. shows how different people spend you know their last yeah. nights mm-hmm. on this earth. Like we're exactly. saying, Tyrion off the yak yeah, again. He, yeah, this he's drinking. He's, he's, he's ready back. To to, he's him, back to his old ways. Him and Jamie are chilling in the Great Hall. Um, Jamie and, even and, even yeah. suggests, you know, you can always get, visit the brothels again. And Tyrion said, like, "The perils of self betterment. Yeah, I can't do like, it. Not because it's not me." And I, I respect that. I mean, I, I yeah, I respect to the, the fuck perils out of, of self betterment. Yes, I, I I agree with that. You got hey, some, you got to do what you got to do to get better people. But Tyrion drinking again just means he's going to be in championship yeah. form. Yeah, that, that means he's he's back to it. Yeah, you know, Team Danny and Five. You know what I'm saying? Like Night King, he gonna get one. But I got, I got, I got the dream. The, the dream team is back. Exactly. And like I said, he's drinking again. You get to see Tormund pull up for the third time. Yeah. Then again, I wonder what his shooting I, percentage is to, to this episode. So yeah. So uh, Brienne and Pod walk in, and they're like, "Oh, we were just looking for." Uh, I wrote this down. He's like, "Looking for," and the Tyrion says, "Somewhere warm to contemplate your, to contemplate your imminent demise." Thank you, like, Tyrion. I'm like, yeah, that's, well, that, well that's said. exactly what we're doing. <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. Like, here, grab a seat and have a drink. And then he's like, would you like a, you, you want some of this piss? It's not very good, but it's not oh, bad. Oh, like I said, and this then, is it, when Tormund again <laughs> pulls up yeah. for the third time. And then uh, as he's like, as he's about to ha- ha- like hand it off to Podrick, she's like, uh, Brian's like, no, that's not, maybe that's not wise. The battle can start any second. All right, half cup, and then Tyrion full, fills that bitch up all the way to it's to the brim. That and he's like, "Cup runneth yeah, over." And he's like, "Oh, here you go, bro." And then Podrick's like, "Give him a little nod, appreciate like, you, homie." Thanks, bro. Uh, I got and you. we cool. We get the backstory of uh, how Tormund became John. Yeah, he, he comes in, she, like again, pulling just pulling up. He he sees her instantly, instant pull up. Like, so like no hesitation. If you want your yep. son to start on varsity as a freshman, giant smoke. Yeah, exactly. That's Which what I saw is it also takes. the incorrect story I, I get why he told the story that the way he did because you know what's the real story so he was actually caught in a storm and the only way he could get, keep warm was to uh he found a giant and cut her belly open and crawled in and kept to stay there to keep warm and then the next day the giant woke up and found Tormund, thinking that it was her baby and suckled him at her teeth for three months and as he said so pretty much yeah. giant's milk is torment secret stuff exactly it's so half what of that story him through the long night. that's true he truly did get suckled at the teeth of a giant for three months 
but he didn't kill a giant. So he's trying to impress his girl, you know. Yeah, he and then proceeds and, to, and then proceeds to chug an entire horn of whatever the fuck that goat is. Goat milk, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Roast. And then we get the and wild he, card. And he's just sitting here, just all down his face and down and down his I'm shirt, pretty, like looking on, into Brienne's soul, yeah. just staring into her soul the whole oh, time. And then we get probably the the greatest scene of the whole episode. Brienne, a knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Actually, hold on, we not 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 that one yet. We don't get to that one yet, not yet. Because I want to, I want to, because that's an important part. I want to get to that in a second. You're absolutely right. Yeah. We get the wild card scene of the whole episode. The Arya sex. Scene. Yeah. Whoa. What the fuck? That came out of nowhere. <laughs> Complete out of left field. Like, like, and like it was set up. It was set up so perfectly too. Dude, when she started because, taking her gloves off, I was like, whoa. Oh, because oh man, I almost forgot. Jesus. So yeah, so it starts off with her walking on the battlements and she's, she sees the hound and um, she's like, you know, sitting next to the hound and he's, you know, of course they're just sitting there not saying anything. And the hound's like, you used, to always, you used to always talk when we were together. You used to never fucking shut up and now, now you won't say anything. And she's like, guess I've changed. And then some more awkward silence. And she's like, "What are you doing up here, dude? Like, which is like, which <laughs> yeah, is a good bro, question? Like, like, yeah, good question. Dude. Like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing up here?" And he's like, "What do you mean? Like, what does it look like I'm doing?" The hound changed. Like, the hound is no longer like, the hound. The hound is Sandor Clegane. She's like, "No, motherfucker. Like, what are you doing here? Like, you joined the Brotherhood. You went up north with John, past the wall. Now you're here. What the fuck, bro?" And he points out, you know, I fought for you. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, "Point taken. You're right. You're right. My bad." I got you. And then here comes Beric's old crusty ass. And then, of course, the hound keeps just flaming everybody. That's all he does. All he, every time he's on, on camera, he just flames West everybody. Rose is the greatest shit talker, yeah. hands down. Hands down. And he's like, I know you're not about to get into a sermon, because if you are, the Loyal Light's going to wonder why he brought you back 19 times when I chuck you over this fucking wall. After Sandor, the greatest shit talker would probably be Sir Bronn the Blackwater. Yeah, for sure. And then probably Tyrion. For sure. Yeah, I'd agree mm. with that. But I, I just knew that. I just knew Arya's about to get it in when she starts taking off yeah, those gloves. Yeah, I was like, whoa, girl, she chill actually, out. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna spend my my last my, you know my last night with you miserable shit. Somebody go get it. <laughs> oh, and then man, she goes I was just not expecting this, and I felt awkward because, yeah. like I said, we've known Arya mm. to be a little girl and then a badass murderer, and now she's getting it in. I didn't even know she was like capable of that kind of human emotion. And she, we, we, we saw in the first episode that she was, she was showing a lot more emotion than we had ever seen her show since her dad's head got cut off. It, it's always been mad as hell, mad as hell, mad as hell, mad as hell. Now she's actually like showing like human emotions and she's down here with Gendry and she's, she's playing the game of faces with him, but about sex. Like, like Arya is like America's girl. So watching her have sex is like watching like your little sister have sex it's like whoa and I, and I was just like like when whoa, it was happening i was like the brakes when it was happening i was like wait they're not about to do this like like I, you, you could just see where the line of questioning was, was, was leading and i was like no they're not about to this, do this is a hot take right yeah. here but that might have been more cringeworthy than seeing sansa get raped by ramsey and having theon watch i mean i get yes probably that's a hot it's take. like whoa. I mean, because I'm not going to lie, I have, I have a little crush on Macy Williams. I don't see her as a little kid. I see her as the grown woman that she is. No, so, I love me some Macy Williams, but I'm talking about yeah, just happy about that. Arya in general. But but true. But you are right about that. That, that was like, I was like, wh- I was, I was like, not, what's happening? not expecting What's that. happening? No, they're, they're not about to do Oh, no, they, they are going to do it. some solid side boob yeah. in, there, in there, too. Like, so. 
I was like, oh my god, they actually are gonna go okay. They went there. And I saw a meme. It was like, you see how like <laughs> after they're having after they're done having sex, Arya's like Gendry's passed out, and Arya's like looking to the side, kinda. <laughs> it was a meme. It was like I should have went to Pod's room. <laughs> <laughs> She should have. Goddamn, yeah, sex, he, he sex he god pod yeah. strikes again. He would have given her that good. How'd your ladies? How'd your girlfriends? Um, then this yeah, is then the then, next scene. Yeah, we, then get we get back to, to the party squad. Yeah, then we get yeah we get back and to the party they're squad. All, they're all sitting there they chilling. off the yak. They off the hen. They off the goat milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get the loving scene. This is kind of Jamie showing yeah. how much she loves that. How much she loves Brienne. Um, and she's lying like hell. Like yeah, she's like, she's like, like do you want to be a knight? Like I've never want to. I never ever wanted to be and one. And then Pi looks out like, bitch, <laughs> you are lying. <laughs> you are lying a half. You know this. And then that's you, all you talk about. And then Tormund again pulls yeah. up. It's like if I was a king, I would knight I you, you ten, ten times. times. <laughs> like which means he yeah. I'd, God, Tormund, shoot yeah. your shot, man. Shoot. I need I need that kind of courage right there. He just don't yeah. Give he, a he just fuck. fuck. He's just out here. Um, Doing what he's got to do. We, we to get a get beautiful scene, get. A Night of the Seven Kingdoms, um, which actually is a book uh, that George yeah, R. A, R. Martin a, a wrote series, about yeah. uh, Sir Duncan the Tall mm-hmm. and Aegon Targaryen. Who Ed. is also allegedly a relative, or a distant relative of Brienne of Tarif. Supposedly. So, and, Supposedly, which no. makes sense with the hype. So. Yeah, it would, it would make sense. Yeah, and this, this is just another great scene because you know, Jamie's like, any knight cannot, can make another one. I'll prove it. And then he sits there and, and knights her. And like this whole time, like, like this is the thing. This is the one thing that she wanted since the very, when the first time that we saw her, the first thing that she asked for was to be a knight, uh, uh, to be a part of uh, Rinley's Kingsguard, to be a, a knighted warrior. And, and what she makes finally, it finally what makes it even greater for her? Not only is she becoming a knight, but she's being yeah, knighted yeah, by the person yeah, who she yeah. loves, who she's mm-hmm. looked up to. So this, yeah, this so scene, this is, this is all here. about closure yeah. for pretty much every yeah. Game of Thrones fan. Like, it would it, it hit it hit you in the feels yeah. like which is why Lady Brand. They needed to give you a real this one because they're she's gonna, about to die. They're gonna tear it out when when Brand's head gets chopped off. I'm pretty sure every like, person in that room is gonna die. Minus, no, everybody in that room is gonna die. Minus Jamie. Minus, yeah. Minus Jamie or Tyrion. And or Tyrion. And maybe Pod. I can see somehow Pod living. I don't see Pod living. I don't know. Pod's I a fe- G now. I man. feel like Pod's gonna get a a fucking gnarly death. Like he's 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 gonna get a good death. Like he he won't be like one of those dudes who just like off screen somewhere. Like he's gonna be like fighting and putting in work and like taking you'll probably like take out an actual White Walker and then get like speared through the head afterwards. But he'll 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 I feel like he'll he'll get his time to shine. Oh, he's everybody's yeah. gonna get their they're gonna get some burn. Everybody's yeah. gonna get their burn the next episode. Mm-hmm. But yeah, pretty much everybody in that room is gonna die. Um and then we we get another cool scene. We get we finally get Liana Mormont. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't seen her in a minute, but we know how she is talking to, to Sir Jorah. And Sir Jorah, you know, being the smart dude that he is, saying, Listen, girl, you're going to be fighting dead things out there. Get in the crypts. You're the future of our house. And she's just like, I'm defending the North. I'm Lady of fucking Bear Island, not you. Yeah, you can go fuck Hop yourself. off, cousin. You can go fuck yourself. But I'm fighting. Good fortunes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wish you good fortune, cousin, but you can go fuck yourself. Come yeah. fighting. And see, then, I see you when we get back. Yeah, I see. I see you later, homie. All right, man. And then, and then and Sam comes up and hands over Heartsbane, which I mean was obviously the right idea because Duh. what's Sam gonna do with that? And like he just said, he said, "Well, I can't really <laughs> hold it upright. <laughs> like if you can't hold a sword upright, then that's yeah, probably a reason that's not a to wield it. Great so. A sign to never ever wield one. But also, who else should have got it? I mean, John has. John has uh, Longclaw. Jamie has uh, Widow's Well. Brienne has Oathkeeper. Uh, are there any other bleeding swords out there? 
Uh, I mean, Arya has the has the Arya dagger. has the da- has the dagger, and that, uh, that's it. And then Jorah has Harsbane. Who else? Yeah. Who else from yeah, the that, crew? I mean, that's all you need. Maybe that. the Hound. The Hound could have could have used, but he's moved no, on but, to an axe now. Yeah, but the Hound. The, the Hound's not about name source. He's just just give me a weapon. Just, he, just, he's just, also switched his weapon. Yeah. He's gone to like the battle axe. Yeah, slash. yeah, yeah, yeah. We say he got that huge battle. Like, as long as you give him a sharp blade, he'll make it work. But does Jorah live now that he has Harsbane? Now that he now that he has Bleeding Steel. Nah, <laughs> uh, uh, nah, he's he dead too. He might sure dead. He, I hope, I hope he does. I really hope he's for he does because sure he, he's, he's one of the good guys. Like he's one of the genuine good guys. He's dead. I hope to God that he makes it. He's dead. He's probably dead, but I hope that he makes it. I'm actually a big mm. fan now of, you know, backing Arya. Like she, I think she's gonna live. I think so too. Most of the Starks are. Gonna, I think I can see all the Starks living. I, and I, I, I have a feeling Sans is gonna live too. I don't yeah, know. I don't, Fuck, yeah, man. All, all, I'm just speculating. I'm just death, talking. All my death predictions are all out the yeah, window it's now. Yeah, honestly. I'm like, just like. If you had a Deadpool, then I'm like, fuck. whatever. It doesn't um, matter now. And then we and get, then, like, the Ginny Oldstone song. Yes, and then which, we go back Alex, to the party. Which, which Darth Helios reference? We get back to the party pod. squad. And Tyrion's like, oh, yeah, we're out of wine. Everyone's about to, you know, go home and, you know, go home. They're about to go to their room and try to get, you know, at least a couple minutes of sleep, you know. What they can. What they can do. Tyrion's like, well, you know, anyone, a song? Anyone? You know, goes through everyone, and like, of course, they're like, "Nah, I'm not trying to sing, bro." And then Pod just comes up with the beautiful voice, just straight Usher in the club, like, Usher sing, early yeah. 2000s, just straight singing, pensive. singing Jenny's song, which has very huge implicate, not really implications, but it's it's pretty pretty hard foreshadowing. It's a very um, sad song because the song is about a king, a well, not not a king, but a would be king who gave up his crown to be with the woman. And guess he who loved. that king is? Egg from Sir Duncan the Tall and Egg on Targaryen, the uh, Ninth, uh, the Knight of the Seven, seven Kingdom book. That mm-hmm. is who he married. That's who he yeah. gave up his throne to marry. Because he was a he was he traveled around with Sir Duncan the Tall, a hedge knight at the time, and he went around the Seven Kingdoms and uh, you know mingled and, and, and interacted with the small folks. So he had a, a you know a soft spot for him. And he so, he, he he found one girl that just. That, that took him and inevitably Jenny of, Jenny of Oldstone right. took him and instead of and instead of ascending to his crown he decided he to, chose love he chose love and his father I want to say it was I can't remember his name I can't remember his father's name I'm sorry but well, yeah, may, he, 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 he forbade you know um, his, his son from I being, believe it was King Makar it might have been because remember Maester Maester Aemon was, was uh, Aegon's older brother and he yeah. said his son, I'm the yes. son of Makar, so I yes. think it was Makar Targaryen. Fact check. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure I fact check. Check people. us, check us, guys, check us. Um, but yeah, and then Ginny Oldstones becomes the Lady mm-hmm. of High Heart, which is mm-hmm. a ghost, which is what this song kind of references. Which is also, the um, they're in the books, um, when the when the Brotherhood goes to um, the uh, the Lady of High Heart, the Ghost of High Heart, there we go, the Ghost of High Heart, um, she asked them to sing her a song so they so she can give um, give them a, a prophetic vision, and the song that they sing is Jenny's song. Boom! See, it all just ties it together. Kind of just ties. And also, in like as they're say, as he's singing, like the um, like the last song that he keeps repeating, like she never wanted to leave, like like that is like in unison, like as this montage goes on and it shows like Sam and Gilly with the baby like laying there together shows uh Arya and Gendry in bed together shows Theon and Sansa together shows um Grey Worm and Masande uh, having a one final kiss like it's like that one yeah. final 
that one final good moment, like you know, they before never wanted to leave. Hit, before all yeah. the shit hits the fan, before because it all goes. It's very to very hell. somber mood in Winterfell. Uh, the song wraps up pretty much everything, and once the song wraps up, we get the most anticipated moment of the whole episode. One of the most anticipated moments mm-hmm. of the whole season, honestly, the Danny and John incest reveal. Yes, and da- Danny walks down there and she sees him, and they get to have one little look. And they so look, like, she so looks like, at Liana Mormont, like and John's she kind of like, goes into the backstory. Oh, my brother Rhaegar. I was told he's a decent man, and he raped her. And yeah, he, John clarifies, I, I, fact I, checks yeah, her. He's like, I was, all, I was always told he was a good man. He he loved to sing and and um help, help out the help out the poor, and he raped her. And then, like you said, he just and then John goes out. into the whole spew of he loved her, and they had a they were married in secret, and they had a son right before he fell in the trident. And his yeah. name was Aegon Targaryen, and goes in and says, "That's who I am." And Danny is absolutely yeah. shook. And like this, now this is just the nail in the coffin right here for like for for Danny right here. It's like she's had all of this like just negative shit just mm-hmm. just bombard her since she got since John. No, excuse me. Since, since she, she met since, John, since she came to Westeros, since she since she met John, the only good thing that's happened to her so far, she two good things. She won the uh, the loot train massacre, and she met John. Everything else that's happened since she's been to Westeros has been bad. And this right here is almost the, hopefully, not negating factor or mitigating factor of her meeting John because this is huge. This is like, a fucking th- this huge is, moment. This is people. a fucking nuclear bomb. And what bomb blew my mind is her first thought was to go to, so that makes you the rightful heir to the Seven Kingdoms. Not, I'm not the only Targaryen. I'm not alone anymore. It's... Oh, so you want my yeah. fucking throne? Yeah. So, so like, yeah, so like, so that would make you the last living heir to the to the Targaryen line. This has kind of reached the peak you of like the Danny slant the the Danny slander train. Like she, like there, and I get where she's coming from. Yeah, but what still, the yeah, what the fuck do you want her to think? Exactly, like, John. You know, be, speak up, dude. Like say say what you feel. You know what I mean? Oh, also, um, I thought that this scene was cool because it's a mirror of last of last week's episode. When Sam was telling John uh, his his uh, his heritage, and, very true, and, and focused on John's face the whole time, and, and just focused on his face and reaction. This week it was the same way. John telling Danny, and it just focused on her face and her reaction to everything. And it's easy to see how Danny doesn't want to believe them standing in front of Lyanna's statue. And it's easy to see how you know Danny doesn't want to believe what John's saying because he's saying. So you're saying your best friend yeah. and your brother told yeah. you you're the heir to the Iron Throne. So you're like, who told you this, Bran? He's like, of course. Like, like, what? Yeah. Like, like, he saw it. Bran has whatever he has. Like, he saw it, and like, and Sam confirmed it. He read about it in the Citadel without even knowing it. And then she's like, so wait, hold on. So you're telling me that your brother and your best friend told you that you're the actual king of the Seven Kingdoms? Don't you think that's fucking convenient, motherfucker? <laughs> that's very fucking convenient, John. <laughs> like, hmm. Very convenient. Lay, she's like, lay me out the facts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing is how do you think because we were left on a cliffhanger on yeah. that scene and then john's like it's true danny i know it is and like obviously like as like as like she's she knows because john's not yeah. gonna fucking lie about yeah that. yeah she, like as as she's here like her first, that was just her first reaction like i don't i don't blame the first reaction but as she's like going through it and processing it then i fully expect her to be like yeah it makes sense like we have yeah, this connection. She's gonna she's gonna have like, at some point realize, all right, well, it makes sense why Drogon yeah. is so affectionate towards him. It's a reason yeah. why uh, no Rhaegal he was able to ride Rhaegal. I think she's gonna it's gonna hit her at some point. Yeah, it, it's going I mean um, it's, it's still gonna suck for her to know that, 
but I don't think it'll be the nail in the coffin yeah, for this that, relationship. Yeah. I just can't I see this being so. the nail in the coffin. Because she'll, yeah, she'll be able to put the two together and be like... And fuck, Targaryens get, have, you know, intermarried for fucking years, um, so she's like, all right, perfect. That's speaking of married, uh, inter, inter, intermarrying, what the fuck? Marriage, all of all of this could have been squashed with a marriage. Exactly. Like, it, this that should have happened yeah. last season. Yeah, the conflict that is going on now could like, have been we, solved we mentioned last this before. season. If there was a marriage or a or a betrothal, there was a betrothal of, some, been of some sorts. And then we still could have had this same exact interaction between the two with Sam telling with Sam telling John and then John telling, telling Danny. But there's still already the betrothal there. And afterwards, after all this is done, they can decide to either stay as they are and and Danny being queen and Jon Snow being Jon Snow. Or mm-hmm. I guess at this way, I guess he, he'd be lit. You know, it sounds like a legitimize him and make him John Stark, and then just keep that a secret, and but, but the Targaryen line still goes on, or they just tell everybody, and you're like, look, I'm I'm Aegon Targaryen, I'm the king, I'm the actual king. But instead, either way, John is still instead we're left with a, cl- a cliffhanger with yeah, the Night King and the Long Night because we hear people. the three horn blasts. Three horns for for white. What was it? One horn for rangers. One horn two for, for rangers fu- returning. Two for wildlings. Three for white walkers. It's only been blown. Hasn't been blown in a thousand years. That's what Sam said. Ex- Five thousand years. And a, and a thousand years. Except we we heard it, I think, Numerous at least times. at least five times in seven seasons, eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Considering all the, these eight seasons took the span of what, say, ten years. So we get left with the cliffhanger in yeah. the crypts. To an even bigger cliffhanger with fucking Crasher's yeah. 99 motherfucking yeah. sons. We, go, yeah, we go we go out to the battlements and John and John and, and Danny are sitting there with Tyrion. And they John John and Danny have a little look. Like, all right, yeah, like go get the I, what I would assume is like, yeah, all right, cool. Go get the dragons. Like it's it's time. Yeah, it's, it's time to saddle it's, up. It's, it's, it's time for that. And then it just shows on Tyrion's face and it just pans out. And then you see one of the White Walker generals ride right up on his horse. And then another. And then it pans up and then it pans out and you see all those motherfuckers lined up. And I'm just like, holy. Those are all Crasser's sons, mean, which should have been Stark's sons. So The Night King is here. The Night King is up. here. And guys. he might not even be here himself. Yeah, and I didn't even see him. It just might be his boys. Just the homies here. rolling up. Yeah, just the homies coming up and they're here to fuck maybe, it up. Maybe they're doing what uh, Rob Stark did to Jamie and what Jamie yeah. did to, uh, to the Tyrells, mm-hmm. you know. Took their army where they where they weren't. Mm-hmm. He has you know these these small people. They're gonna all right. Prediction for the next next episode. He's gonna you know they're gonna fight all night. They're gonna win. Like yeah, it's over. But they haven't seen the Night King, and then he comes rolling up south from the south yeah. with pretty much with, the host of yeah. King's Landing people. Yeah, with so, all of, oh with all God. of King's Landing, and that's how it ends. And then it comes up, and they're like, oh no, and then it cuts to black, and everyone dies. <laughs> hot take, hot take, hot take. Oh, oh also, man. um, by the way, super called that ending. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I. I'm, I'm not beat for beat, but I for sure called that. It was almost verbatim, but this and then shit. That's and then that's how it ends. Oh my goodness gracious, guys! This is the giant. We know what's coming. Oh we, we know it's coming Sunday. We know, guys. Th- say this, a prayer for your favorite characters. This was the this was the upper right here because the downer that we're about to get on Sunday is going to be a bitch. What is that? Like an hour and a half episode. Yeah, an hour and a half of, of straight murder. Of straight murder. Absolutely. Oh my God. Fun, can't, fun side note from this episode. Uh, former FBI agent mm-hmm. David Cohen actually made a, co- yeah. a cameo. Wild. Wild. Uh, yeah, if like, you, if most, you, yeah, most people like 
obviously the majority of people wouldn't know who what he looks like or even who he is but the fact that he's getting a cameo in game of thrones he gets a like a legit like full, full facial face. shot in in the episode like, i don't think it was it was the the scene um with davos with, yeah with davos and the little girl in gilly yeah like, you can't make this shit up people yeah. you can't Crazy. make this shit up Crazy. So, Michael <sighs> made it. What's, uh, what's your rating for this episode? First watch and second watch. First watch and second watch. Like I referenced at the start of the pod, I just, I can't, I can't bring it. I don't have it in me to give a second episode a perfect rating. I mm-hmm. just can't do it. But I'll give it a 9.5 the first watch and a 9.5 the second watch. Like I said, for me, it was just the closure we got uh, with a lot of these, with a lot of characters, um, you know, we wrapped up. We didn't really wrap up. We kind, we finally got the meet up and how yeah. Daenerys is going to take the ancestral, you know, <laughs> possible implications of their relationship. We get to see, you know, Danny. What do you think of the North after this is all said and done? Um, like, and we, and I said we get the nice little throwaway line with Tyrion possibly ripping out um, Cersei's throat. Yeah. So I thought it was a perfect episode. If you like, if you like Game of Thrones, I feel like you love this episode. I could not agree with you more. This was you agree, Doctor. Yeah, this is an almost, almost perfect. This, this is as close as perfect as you can get, especially for an episode two without without any battles. Yeah, w- without without a without any action scene. I mean, I think about your perfect yeah. ten episodes, like the Winds of Winter, Battle of the yeah. Bastards, like, Bla- uh, like Blackwater, Black Hardhome. Those are like, all all those are like epic battle like scenes. Major set. And this set, had not a yeah. not a drop of blood spilled. It's and just it was all perfect dialogue, all great dialogue. Like it was, and it was, it was so emotional because it gave, it gave, it gives you the highs and the lows, like throughout. The, like you, you get the, you get the high of, of having all of these, these positive reunions, all these positive interactions. But then you get, of course, the lows of the Night King is here, and the Night King is here, and you know, just it's crazy that the Night King is here. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, it's just, it's the it dude's blows, here. Like, it blows my mind because we've been waiting since episode one, season one, episode one. Winter is coming. That you know, that these winter people, is coming. yeah, that winter is coming. That the White Walkers are coming, and they're at Winterfell's front gates, and it's about to be epic. Get your obituaries ready because it's going to be a sad week. Mm, it's as well mm. as an absolutely probably the most epic piece of premium television you could ever watch. This is like a, a social phenomenon. See, right? I, I feel like it's this was planned. Crazy. I, I feel like Game of Thrones did this on purpose. I feel like Game of Thrones and in game the, did the, this on the purpose. MCU did this on purpose because oh, yes. they knew that Absolutely. their their biggest their biggest showings ever are gonna are coming out around the same time, so they scheduled it on the same weekend. I'm gonna be a recluse this weekend. I'm watching yeah. Endgame on Saturday, and then I got Thrones on Sunday. I mean, what better? What more can you ask? And for? then we got reviews coming for both of those. Yeah, and then and then you get to listen to our sexy voices not once but twice right. a week. Boy, what? You're welcome, oh people. God, You're yeah, welcome. Yeah, uh, but like I said, you're fucking with the brothers. I am Mike Hill Made It. I am Darth Hilius. You can find me on Instagram there. You can also find me on Twitter at Darth underscore Hilius. Remember to follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at man underscore gossip. Uh, we got some dope-ass memes, cool shit we're posting. You can also get updates on when our latest podcast episode will be dropping. So uh, that's always a plus. So um, stay up to date. Thank you for listening. Like I said, we out. Peace. Peace.